0: hi this is jim and this is second chance a moped podcast and welcome everybody to another week of second chance moped podcast i am happy i rode mopeds all fucking weekend it was great um i just i'm so fucking lazy with bikes right now i'm just like I've rode so much and been so many places. And I'm so grateful for this summer. But I just like look at a bike, I'm like, I don't even fucking care anymore. And then I get on them and I get on like a fast one. And like my new thing is it's because, and this all traces back to what happened when a podcast on the reviewing 1986 WCW. And Dusty Rhodes once said, Edge of the Lightning Bolt. And like, if you're on a stupid bass moped, and, like, you feel like you're about to die because, like, you're going over 50, 55, you creep to that 60 area. Like, that's what it feels like. It feels like you're on the fucking edge of a lightning bolt. And I just, I <laughs> fucking love it. Like, pure, that it's the closest feeling you can get to, like, being out of control. And I love it. And I'm, a, I'm fucking crazy. I know it. Um, But mopeds were fucking, like. I threw out a thing and I'm probably gonna piss people off. But I don't care. Um, I threw out a thing for a big group ride and it got rained out and I kept letting people know, you know, it's going to happen this week. And like one person showed up and like, everybody's really good about showing up for Thursdays in Minnesota, but like not so much, uh, any other day of the week, but old Weld wizard himself like showed up and we just fucking rode and like, we ended up riding 97 miles on Saturday. And I'm sure it might have been a mile or two more for him. Who knows? Maybe, maybe not. But, like, I think between that and the ride Jake Kane led on Thursday, like, he got the big boy mile ride award for the week in Minnesota because I'm pretty sure that boy put it on over 150 miles this week in mopeds. And that's a good weekend. Week, weekend, whatever. <sighs> I had to get my coffee in. I have recently changed jobs and I am so fucking much happier at my new job. It is fucking unbelievable. I didn't realize just how fucking miserable my one job. It's like the bad relationship we've all maybe been in. It doesn't wear you down at first, but like over time, it just makes you more and more fucking miserable. And then you leave that said relationship and you get away and you're like, Oh my fucking God. I am happy. Like I'm actually engaging with people again. Like I'd go to like my local coffee shop and just like sit in the corner, leave me the fuck alone. I don't want to talk to anybody. And like, I found out one of the owners had broken up with his girlfriend like six months ago. I didn't fucking know this. So like to cheer him up, I told him I'd find him a moped and I did this weekend. So Matt is going to be getting, he's going to be the proud owner of a 1979 Hobbit. Um, Yes. Because hoarder Eric is that kid is like fucking scouring the internet at all times for mopeds. And I get it. I've been there. We've all been there. I just don't fucking care that much anymore. Like he sent me an ad for a hundred dollar Hobbit. It was right when Jake Kane and I were riding actually. And I hit the guy up. I'm like, can I be there in an hour? He goes, yep. Okay. And like, so not only we, Jake and I had rode pretty much all day. I rode. Oh, and the last leg of that moped ride, I almost ran out of gas. The thing was fucking burping and everything else. And I had have a meter. I have a meter thing saying I, I, the GPS. It's telling me how many miles ago. And with my fast hobbit setup, I can maybe, maybe, maybe get twenty-seven miles of tank on that thing. Maybe on a good day. And I was at twenty-seven point two. Like I had it barely cracked at an eighth throttle, and the thing was. And I'm like. I know there's a gas station up here, just barely. Just, just make it, just fucking make it. And I was praying to the moped gods, and we made it. But I went, I went and got that moped. My buddy Matt's gonna fucking get a Hobbit stock. He's gonna love it. He's just got to ride a couple miles from like downtown St. Paul to the coffee shop he owns. Super nice guy, super rad guy. Uh, if you have a chance and you're in the metro area, check out cadence Record and Coffee. Like small record collection, but very condensed and very good records. There's a lot of hits, a lot of hits in there. Um, but yeah, I was getting all jacked up and ready to go down to Lawrence, Kansas. I was going to do a little sneak, sneak attack on my niece. Who's at K state down there. And they're going to, they're doing the cold trailer ride. It's next weekend. It's not this coming weekend. So I'm good to go for, the, which is good. Cause I like, I finally made that. We all have those orders from treats that like, it's the maintenance parts. It's like, I need a tire. I need a tube. I need this. I need that. I need this just to get this one bike running i finally fucking made that order like 175 dollars later it's like oh god damn i don't want to spend any money on mopeds anymore but i made that order and then i don't have to fucking it'll be nice because i don't have to jam to get a bike ready to go on a long ride because i'm not taking my fast bike on long rides because did i mention it gets maybe 27 miles of the tank and i feel bad be that guy like 20 miles into a ride point. I'm going to take, Hey guys, I'm on a fucking Hobbit. We got to pull over now. Like I hate being that guy. Um, but God damn, I fucking love mopeds. And I like, I love the moped culture for the most part. I mean, and I like the people you get to see on the internet with mopeds and social media is rad. And I feel very lucky that I'm a part of the moped scene now with Facebook And Moped Army is rad, and it's cool, and the forms are great. But, like, you get to see, like, people just, I got this bike. I got this going on. I'm on this YouTube channel. And that's where I've discovered this this week's guest, Um, a Midwesterner. I still don't feel like Michigan is in the Midwest because the lake is dividing us. But we're going to give it to you. That's okay. Um, I'm just going to let my man introduce himself now.
1: I'm Dylan James Sullivan of Grand Rapids, Michigan
0: right on uh what and i didn't run you through anything because it's kind of a weird day um what club are you associated with
1: so my brother and i started our own group here um called the chimp bastards we're very fresh and new so we still got a lot of work, work to do on it
0: um you're out of Grand Rapids, Michigan. How come, like, we'll, we'll just get into it. So, Dylan, let me ask you this. Here on Second Chance a Moped Podcast, we go through people's moped journeys, i.e. the very first time they ever saw a moped to, like, you know, their smile, initial smile ride kind of middle part of the journey and what it's like today. So let me ask you, Dylan, what was your very first memory of a moped? Not necessarily getting on, but, like, conceptually knowing, hey, that's a moped. Like, when's the first time you remember seeing it? Does it have to have pedals for this story? It It's whatever you call a moped, dude. Like, I don't care. Uh, okay. Like And when I say I don't care, I mean, like, I'm not a judgmental asshole. Like, if you thought a scooter was a moped when you were four years old, dude, it was a fucking moped. <laughs> I don't that's,
1: care. That's it. Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, so all the neighbor kids in the neighborhood I grew up with, a lot of them had, like, dirt bikes and things like that. And we could never afford them, but we could always find Honda Sprees for like $100. So I grew up with Honda Sprees from like age six, the moment my feet could touch the ground, up until, you know, I rode those up until I was probably uh, 22 or 23, and until I actually seen, you know, old school moped.
0: So for some reason, okay, like, and we're going to get weird with this episode because I don't fucking care today. Um, how much do you watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Uh, zero. Okay, then you're not going to get the reference. I'm not even going to fucking say it because that's <laughs> 90% of my goddamn life. I'm making references <laughs> to shit nobody fucking understands. And I'm not going to do it. it. I'm not going to do it. But <laughs> so you had the Honda Spree, you rode them around. What, was it just like?
1: i i I thought that's what mopeds were i mean my dad would tell me like he was like yeah i had a moped when i was you know a kid your age and uh he's like i had pedals to start the thing up and everything but as far as mopeds went it was just honda sprees for me really yeah until the until the whole world was opened up to me
0: how well? let's talk about first things first when was the first time you crashed your honda spree and how bad were the plastics to replace (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh it was probably shortly after my first ride on one I, I was pretty young when i started but i uh i just kept it in the neighborhood i'd uh there was a cemetery by my house i would cruise all around you know
0: yeah how old, like how old were you i was like... uh l- literally
1: six years old when i would hop on i got a great picture of me and my dad and he's on his uh honda gold wing right next to me
0: yeah yeah dude i um for like my dad almost wrecked on a motorcycle once. And like, my mom was a freighty cat of everything. So like, I was never allowed to like have dirt bikes, but I could have like four wheelers, go-karts. If it had four wheels, dude, I was driving. It's so, like five, six years old, like around our body shop. I was fucking just making laps on a go-kart. Yeah. Just fucking making laps, dude, all fucking day long. And then my dad, like he was the o- he was the owner later on before he passed. And like, it was rad. Cause I just make laps in the go-kart in the morning. And Then we lived across the highway and we lived on a lake, and then I'd go water skiing. So like I, I was know. like six, seven years old going fucking water skiing and fucking riding go-karts all summer. I like that's why that's I like busy. my Ute was fucking pretty rad on that shit. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um so you you plant the sprees, dad's all supportive and all that good shit. Um when did you when did you finally kind of did you kind of walk away from just the two-wheel stuff because you got a license or like what
1: uh, I, I usually always kept up with uh, something motorized. You know, I've always Craigslist and all that stuff. I was always looking for even those like mini bikes and stuff before mopeds. I had quite a few of those and uh, just anything I can have fun with. You know, I didn't really take that stuff too seriously. And the, but yeah, then I got some cool old cars. You know, I was into those for a while and. Um, yeah.
0: All right. So let me ask you, you said uh, um, you said you had the world opened up to you. How and what What do you mean um, you wanted the world opened up to you or the world had opened up to you? Like, how did how did that all happen?
1: I guess it was. So it was when I met uh, Andre at, when he was uh, at the Ghost Rider shop in town on the west side in Grand Rapids. Um the old Ghost Rider hangout. It was on Straight Street, and that was just around the corner from my house and also my job. And uh, one day I went to go uh, go home for lunch at my job, and I was riding like a Honda Elite. I had like uh, Motley Crue decals and stuff all over it. And uh, anyway, the kickstart broke on me, so I started pushing it home. And uh, Andre seen me pushing it and called me over, and then he brought me into into the ghostwriter shop. And that was filled with old mopeds. I've never seen before. And it was amazing. And I was totally, what year was this?
0: you know, you just, know how, like, I'm all about, you've listened to the show, but I like my timelines. Like when, when is this in the world? This is
1: just about five years ago. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so I, Andre was giving me a little uh, tour around the shop and I was checking out all these different bikes and uh, he was like, "Yeah, what you get?" He helped me fix the bike, but my my scooter. But he was like, "You need to uh, sell that thing and get yourself a moped." And the one that really stuck out to me was the uh, Honda Urban Express. When I seen that one, I seen a red one. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, "Wow, well, let's go find one of these for me." And uh, we actually did. We found a uh, guy had a silver one and a brown one up in Bay City. Mm-hmm. It was like an hour. Maybe two hour drive. I, I forget, but we made the trip up there. We got both of them for I think four hundred eighty bucks. Made a stop at that Big John steak and onion sandwiches, and uh, so he took the brown one and I took the silver one. That one, the silver one, was running, and that became how, my, how
0: cheap were these?
1: Uh, I think I paid three eighty for the silver one, which which is running, and then he had he paid a hundred bucks for the brown and gold one
0: okay yeah, yeah so like i get i i get in this weird conundrum like mopeds are too expensive now but like dude they've always been i think unless you're every once in a while you get in the scene and you find the hundred dollar bikes but for the most part there have always been three to six hundred dollars for mopeds
1: i seen i've seen a hundred dollar pook on craigslist uh two uh, yesterday but it was posted the day before so two days ago
0: yeah it was and- gone
1: yeah, but it, they're still out there. They're still coming yeah. Oh up, yeah. You
0: know? yeah, yeah. Like this guy who I bought that Hobbit from. Like he put it. He says he forgot about it in his shed. He couldn't get it running. Is what happened. He, he like he's mechanically inclined and didn't want to admit he couldn't get it running, dude. He had the piston in, but he bought a stock cylinder from Treats, which why you do that I don't know, but he did. Mm. He had the piston in backwards. He had a cut in the base gasket and a broken stud in the cylinder so like like okay this is all easy shit like
1: he just he took the hundred dollars in defeat
0: (laughs) yeah that's pretty much what it was and i got like two new tires with the deal
1: yeah, yeah
0: dude's like whatever my buddy's gonna get a hell of a deal um so you got that urban express how did you just roll that thing stock for a while or what was the story
1: uh they put with uh recommendation by you know I think Andre told me to throw a shot on it, which I did. The Lorto, and then I got like a people pipe for it, and um, there's this. Uh, I threw a um, target tank over the frame, and that looked pretty cool. Uh, but pretty much as soon as I got that one, I just started buying more. Um, so it was like, and it's never stopped since. I just keep buying them. i probably had a i I've. I know i've had more than 100 in the past five years
0: more than 100 i my add kicked in for a second more than 100 bikes or 100 urban expresses more than uh, 100 bikes are you pushing these down the road like when i mean are you are you selling them and guess what people i don't care if you flip bikes it's a part of the fucking game (laughs) like people like i got called out by uh and i'm not gonna say who it was on the internet but like a a member who is established in the moped community, I posted a couple bikes up and he started fucking just berating me for being a flipper. And I'm just like, what the fuck is your, a? yes, I did flip the bikes for $50 each. Like I made 50 bucks on the bikes and I got them both running in my gas. Guess what? I don't fucking care. If you're making money on bikes, dude, then everybody should hate Ed from Omaha. Like everybody should. Yeah. It's like, people make money on bikes dude it's a part of the fucking game do you hate your local car salesman no yeah. who fucking cares like jesus christ like people get i've got my fair
1: share my fair share hate too from it and stuff but you know it's but you're usually... also
0: doing a service dude you do you do something with these bikes
1: yeah 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 I mean, you get I'm them running you get them on get the them road run
0: and clean them up you know yeah it's
1: just yeah they leave my hands better than when i got i got them and I I have a bunch of spare parts now, so whatever's missing, I can usually replace just with what I got in the garage.
0: Right on. Uh, Yeah, and so let me ask you this. Um, Let me ask you this. Uh, What is your brand of choice? Pook. Okay. And Tomos. Um if you had to choose, which one would it be?
1: Uh, probably poke.
0: Um, how come?
1: Cause my fastest bikes are poop probably. (laughs) And, uh, I mean, I, I feel like Tomos are very reliable. I know people hate on them and whatnot, but I've gone out to the garage and, you know, I've had those Tomos just always start for me no matter what.
0: Yeah. Um, I hate to fucking, I always feel like a shit when I start saying somebody's name a lot on this podcast, but I don't, again, today I don't fucking care. I hate to admit this. I hate it. Because fuck a Tomos. But I think Jay Kane's on to something. Stock bike. Stock. Not doing shit to it. I think Tomos, um, I think Tomos could be the best stock bike out there. Yeah. To, to make derbies fast you have to do some shit to them like tomoses are like 35 almost 40 right out of the box like See,
1: i've never experienced a derby i've you know those look cool
0: um this is my hiccup with derbies they are too tall like they're just i'm just i came from like again early on the podcast i talked about a lot like this jose flores who works for my family like Hispanic from Southern Texas and like came in with a low rider, totally changed my life. Like I want shit slammed low to the ground. Like, Mm. and I don't like tall trucks. Like I appreciate them, but like, that's your thing. Awesome. I don't want anything to do with it. I want shit low on the ground and derbies are too fucking tall for me.
1: See, I like, I like my handlebars are always huge on my bikes. That's usually the first thing I want to do is put some ape hangers on my stuff and chopper it out. If I can, That just, that's my, my style really.
0: Yeah. And I totally appreciate the chopper. Totally. Like <laughs> fucking Conan and spring break. He wanted me to ride a shifty and I hadn't, I honestly haven't been on shifty anything about five to seven years. Like, can I ride him? Yeah. Give me like 20 minutes to figure him out again. I can ride anything.
1: Uh, I feel you.
0: But like I got on his chopper. He's like, Oh, it's running like shit. When he meant, when he said it was running like shit, struggling for thirty five on a county road, and like his exhausted broke off, and I just wore the shorts the other day, like burnt a hole in the ass of my shorts because it was coming up right by my butt cheek. It was warm, Conan. I love you. No worries, my guy. Um, what chopper? Have you done much chopper work on your expresses? Because I think that's the next thing that really needs to get choppered out is an express.
1: Mm, like an urban express. Yeah. Oh, that would look good. Yeah. I haven't done much with that. See, I was, I was all into the Hondas and, uh, that was kind of early on. And then I just, you know, I started with the Suzuki FA fifties too, but then I started hating those and I love the QT fifties though. Still, I don't, I don't have one right now, but you know, I would love to, cause they are great
0: there was a old school and i fucking i think his name is brian or something anyway some like old school guy from the scene like showed up to a ride last week and him and all his buddies like rode qt 50s like back in the early 2000s to meetups and stuff like that or early 2010s and the guy's like yeah everybody was fucking around with these mopeds qt 50s a little work they're 4550 out of the box you're good to all go
1: like Oh dude, they got one they got me through a winter, a Michigan winter all year round. Dude, you got driving. brass balls for fucking riding, <laughs> fucking mopeds, oh, yeah.
0: anything and the ice. Like my fucking oh, oh, yeah. my sphincter just puckered there.
1: Oh dude, it was horrible. Like going and kicking that thing at like five in the morning and then just like at least I was pretty much alone, but you'd have to like tripod it, you know, with your with your feet on the ground. And I was going like 10 miles round trip.
0: How come you were riding a moped in the winter? One of two things. You are broke and couldn't afford a vehicle, or you had a DWI, and there's no laws against you riding mopeds with a DWI in Michigan. Both. (laughs) Both. (laughs) That's that's my guy.
1: (laughs) Definitely. I was that guy in the street, yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Dude, I bet, like, why do you – I always tell people, like, I had to get sober. I had four minors and a DWI in a five month period back in the early two thousands. Before yeah, all yeah. the counties had linked up, I was going to jail if I got caught again. Mm. So, yeah, um, yeah, that's yeah. DWIs are they're a bad time, but whatever. Uh, yeah. Back to you and QT fifties and winners in <laughs> Michigan. Um, so you had those Honda Urban Expresses like. What was your first moped pedals the whole nine yards? What was the first moped you had?
1: It was probably uh, just a Pook Maxi or something like that. Actually, I bought a, a Pook Dart. That was my first uh, Pook I bought.
0: Dude, that's right. Like, you got kind of a unique Pook. And in- it was
1: yeah, it was all it was all really rough though and missing parts. So I ended up uh, just just uh, parting it out selling it to a guy who had one and he was like making another one he bought he bought most of it uh but then i started that's pretty much all i got in my garage right now is pooks and
0: so i was so tempted to buy and this bike looked clean and granted i never saw it hoarder eric from i'm hitting all my fucking hits today for name drops um he had a freaking that the pook i'm totally blanking on the fucking name you just called it the weird pook the unique pook your first that
1: ad or something like that yeah
0: yeah he had one of those and i was like i'm like fuck i should get that because he was only wanting like 450 for it which is relatively cheap for those and i think i could have talked him down a little bit but whatever um i get pooks and then i sell them like i don't keep them for long like maybe a week because that's how i am
1: with like moto BK and stuff like that yeah i'll buy them but i don't hold on to them
0: yeah i just don't want to learn another platform i'm fucking lazy i'm not that good at mopeds and you want me to get even worse at something else fuck that shit um so you're kind of hanging around the ghost riders a little bit you got that you're starting to get some bikes starting to turn some bikes like what was your first um moped or moped culture experience like um
1: I, well, I guess right when I met those, the ghost riders, I started hanging out there every day, pretty much, you know, it was right in between my house and my job. So I was always stopping there. Um, then, uh, yeah, I just started buying more bikes. Then I started, you know, needing more room. So then I got a different place and just wherever I go, I just fill it up since I started and I've gotten some really cool rare bikes and I usually get them at a really good price and, I've had some crazy deals, you know, a lot of people, uh, I know they know, um, I've had like, you know, RX 50 Yamaha, RX 50 had some guy drop it off from, you know, like Ohio for 800 bucks. That was a sweet bike, Nice. but like it's every, every few years I buy a shifty bike and I'm just like, I'll ride it around for a week and I'm just like, you know, this ain't for me. And I just, I like to have fun with the mopeds. So.
0: right on um what was your first rally experience like
1: oh uh that was reach the beach that was a ghost rider one they did and it was one of the last ones they did but i didn't i had to work the day they actually made uh the trip out to grand haven so i just like went to the after party and everything but uh that group was kind of i don't know everyone was kind of going their separate ways and that like shop Closed down shortly yeah. after I started hanging out, so, oh, was, the, yeah, it was totally a bummer because it was so cool there.
0: Yeah, but um, we
1: we still got the moped Mondays that um they go for. Are they, I was
0: I was gonna ask you what is kind of going on with the Ghost Riders because they were, I hear stuff about them, but I don't know anything about them. And like they're, yeah,
1: it's just like uh, same guys. Usually every Monday they're always down to ride. Awesome and uh but a lot of the people that i you know I've seen when I started they're just kind of they're living in different states or just different parts of Michigan and stuff so see them every now and again
0: mm-hmm. is it kind of a, one of those things that they I hate to use the thing phased out of mopeds, but a lot of them just kind of grew up and just not some their thing anymore do,
1: yeah some people do for sure this but you know the people that want to ride they're they're there every Monday and stuff they they're pretty committed to it.
0: That's awesome. Like that makes me so fucking happy. Like I finally got to ride and I don't think I got a true, um true indication, but this late summer, early fall, I got to ride Michigan, uh, the Irish Hills and I fucking want to get out there for a rally. Cause that is absolutely fucking gorgeous around Michigan speedway and all that stuff, dude. Yeah, like, man,
1: you, got, you really got to come out.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we'll got to get some fucking rallies happening again. Uh, we threw
1: a little uh, get-together for the Chimp Bastards um, first, like, annual meeting this summer, and it was a pretty good turnout. We had people from kind of all over coming out.
0: Right on, dude. Yeah, I'm all about people getting stuff going. And it's like, <sighs> I still haven't figured out a good way to get to Michigan because, like, either I go south side through under Chicago or I go <laughs> north and then I take the bridge over and blah 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 but I'll figure it out how long I'm of a drive so, is that for you uh to get to like the zero shop is right around eleven hours. Oh so and that's Toledo and then Damn. like yeah but uh, I don't mind fucking driving dude I really don't like I I don't like i i hate fucking doing repeat shit but like on a whim i went out to the fucking Goatheads rally and that was a 23 hour drive for me like Uh, but that's my limit i think i'm really like one day (laughs) one day an hour an hour shy of a day like 23 24 hours like i can do richmond in right around 24 hours and i can and that includes a a little cat nap at a truck stop but like That's my limit. So like West coast people, I want to come out to you, but I got to fly. Um, yeah. But back to you and your mopeding experience, was it, have you gotten out of state for a rally yet? Uh, no, I haven't. No. Okay. Going to have to, going to have to do looking forward
1: to, yeah, going to a rally.
0: Yeah. Um, what, why did you decide to start the chip bastards with your brothers is it because you wanted to break off of what and why does michigan need another moped club
1: uh well i didn't i mean the ghostwriters had been around for a while before i had even got into the scene and everything but i didn't know any of the people that started that club and stuff really and i never you know i was never formally a member or anything so i just kind of had the idea to come up with my own I had been thinking thinking about it for a while and I mentioned the name to my brother because uh, a friend of mine would always call me a chimp bastard and I like that name. Uh, so I told my brother about it. I got my brother into mopeds about a year ago and he's about as crazy about it now as I am. He's probably got 15 in his garage now, something like oh. that.
0: Fucking dude, the Midwest is where all the mopeds were dumped. I swear to God. Like, oh, is it like, isn't it where all we do is trip over like poops and hobbits? Like, oh man,
1: I I buy, sometimes I'll buy three mopeds a month, you know? Yeah. And they're just around here.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you talk to those West coast people, like $800. Like, oh my God. I, okay. It seems like, like,
1: it seems like people in Canada are having a hard time finding mopeds right now.
0: Are they? I, see so you guys, I, I, I never talked to rebel Moby. He's the only Canadian moped I know.
1: He seems like a cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know what he looks like though. He's just like a vintage, some sort He's of vintage. guy, right? He's yeah, vintage. Is riding what he riding is. Motorcycle. <laughs> right
0: good. on. Um, what,
1: <laughs> what is, uh, oh, but, uh, my brother, he, uh, When I told him about the name and everything, he kind of uh, he kind of got it going for me because I was like not gonna start a club or anything, Uh, but he was kind of like pushed and was like, "Let's do it, dude." So it happened.
0: Right on. It's gone. We can take, dude. If we got to, we can take a pause. I'll edit this out. No, that's good. Okay, no big deal. Um, so what? are your 2022 plans for mopeds right now because like that's what i'm wondering like everybody's just kind of up in the air like it or how long do you ride in the Is my question
1: uh i'll ride i'll ride in the winter time in michigan i I just got some snow tires on my magnum i might try that out this winter
0: (laughs) dude that's so fucking like you probably if you listen you know what my accent like dude as soon as there's snow on the streets i'm done if there's if it's gone I'm fucking riding. Like I've ridden when it's, um, I've ridden when there's ice on the sidewalks, but not on the roads, dude. Like if there's some sand, I'll ride. But like you know, how it is like Midwest, dude. I'm cold. I'm in. It I'm just in
1: depends. The, depends I, how I'm feeling. How frisky you want to get?
0: Yeah, yeah. I did. <laughs> um, I did ride every month except for January this last calendar. Basically, I did get to ride in December obviously i rode november like january i don't think i don't know if i got out in february
1: it's just all about them layers you just gotta wear a bunch of layers and you're all good
0: yeah well it's like snowmobiling like that's yeah i'll get out i haven't yeah i'll get out on a sled whenever but i'm getting dude i'm getting old i i don't want to be cold anymore like
1: yeah
0: (laughs) right on um you said you haven't gotten out of state what what moped rallies have you thought about hitting? Are you hoping to hit this coming year?
1: Probably, maybe I'd like to go to Ohio probably since it's not too far or Detroit. Yep. Kalamazoo, Kalamazoo, uh, maybe make one of, uh, Chad Burke's events. If he does another one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Chad Burke. That's kind of the, it seems like that's the winter get together for a lot of people in mopeds, which, you know, maybe I'll hit this coming year. I know, um, I was lucky enough to be a part of the internet gathering. And oh, yeah. he's,
1: he's, you got to see his collection. It's, it's pretty amazing.
0: Oh yeah. I, Chad is a good ambassador for the moped community. I think, yeah, Absolutely. I think, I, I think I got mad at me when I gave him shit at Baker's Does dozen. I said, Oh, Chad's buying more mopeds. You need more, don't you? Like
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, of course he does.
0: Of course no. Chad does a great job and he does a good thing for the people in Kalamazoo. Um, so what bikes do you have that you're working on right now?
1: Uh, I got, what am I doing right now? I got my, uh, Pinto that I, that chopper Pinto, um, my Magnum and the city bike that I just got. Those are like my only runners right now. And then I got a bunch of other projects, like 10 other (laughs) projects.
0: I kind of want to get a city Samadhi city bike. Like I've looked, I've had a few opportunities to buy them here and there. And I'm, it's they're always in fucking Michigan. And I'm just like, eh, I don't want to fucking go. Like if it was a rally weekend, I might've, but just, yeah,
1: it's, it's my first one and I'm loving it. I love the engine on it and the pipe on it.
0: Those are V ones, aren't they?
1: Yeah, um, it was, a, this one was a custom build from uh, Detroit Moped works. Came out really good,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and yeah. it's it's honestly like perfect for me. And I ride it, I ride it every day. It's been really reliable for me. So,
0: what is the speed on those things? Like I know I've seen pictures, and like that's it.
1: Well, this one probably does like forty. I'm thinking,
0: dude, that's moving on those things.
1: Solid, yeah, yeah, maybe forty five.
0: <laughs> yeah, what's no the fastest... speedometer? Okay, what's the fastest you legit ever gone on a moped? <sighs>
1: probably like 60 miles an hour on my pinto. Okay. Yeah, that's that thing fu- was really ripping.
0: Okay, and then when then you blew it up?
1: Uh no, it just uh, <laughs> that thing is super reliable to this day.
0: I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> um that's uh my fast bike and I think I figured out like yeah, I I the locating pin came out and kind of ate itself that I was setting a whole bunch of my fast times on, but, you know, I think I got it all dialed back in. My, my,
1: oh, my Magnum does about 50, but every time I ride it, I think it's going to blow up just because the ZA 50 motor. It's, it's, it just shifts differently and sounds different. And I'm always like, this thing's going to blow up. by one of these days, but it's It's, been good.
0: Any moped that shifts, like I always feel I feel like i'm about ready to wreck something because like i came out i came up in life on mopeds on varated bikes and like as soon as they shifted it's just like mm-hmm. it's like oh fuck oh, <laughs> what just happened yeah yeah uh so what would you um what would you rather ride a single speed varieted, or a two speed uh
1: Maybe a two-speed automatic, you know. I like them Tomo when you can just kind of kick back with the throttle and when it's, you know, getting close. Okay. And it, yeah, it moves it along nicely.
0: I'm telling you, you fucked up, and a lot of people did. Um, You had you should have went out to Moped GP Midwest. I wasn't a – I didn't talk shit about because I don't like to talk shit, but I was – in my head, I was a naysayer of Toby. Jake Kane's build, that thing fucking hauls. Like that two-speed Tomos he has, like I will fucking admit that thing fucking hauls. Like, um, it's and it's on such. It's a beautiful build. It's a dumb build because that fast of a motor on a rigid rear bike. It's just like, hopefully Jake gets his full suspension bike. I'll like. Oh, that thing could, re- I'd really like to see him just fuck up those French boys. Um, <laughs> no, nah, dude, I, I, yeah, yeah, that's what I'll say about that. Mopeds um,
1: are risky, man.
0: Yeah, dude, they're fuck. it's just a dumb little, um, they're just dumb child's toys. And like, yeah. we have to remember that always, because we can't take our shit too serious. Like, these are kids toys that should have been thrown away 30 years ago yeah um what what is your you said you kind of want to get to ohio Rail. like what's your plans for 2022 though
1: man try to get more of my bikes running uh projects going i'm always uh can never get uh enough projects done you know I'm, especially when i'm buying more and fixing those too and but i have a, i've got bikes already planned out you know probably five of them right now exactly where I want to I know where I want to go with them but I'm just don't have the time you know I work 10 hour days and as much as I want to go out to the garage I sit down and then I pass right out you know
0: I feel you brother like I it's, just got away from the 10 hour shifts like I'm back on 8s 5 days a week it's ah, like that would be great oh dude it is it like 8 hours is nice it's very nice
1: the way it's meant to be
0: yeah um yeah dude i just wanted to get you on here i wanted to hear kind of your story a bit like um the chimp bastards thing like are you guys looking to bring more people on or was it just kind of like you and your brother were doing our thing
1: we've got we've got quite a bit of uh people in town here that you know that showed up and we'll we ride on sundays we usually post about it and we got people that come out and ride with us but uh we got more to come from the chimp bastards as the years come
0: yeah and, you know. um are you getting new people into the scene? Are you keeping people around with these bikes or selling like
1: yeah um, absolutely yeah we brought um you know, I'll buy them, fix them up. I always got friends asking me for them, so
0: yeah, that's awesome dude because that's one thing like I sell bikes and I don't hear from people again. It's like, oh like yes. that's that's a good thing you're doing. you're keeping the scene strong and steady when you're doing that um yeah dude i can't thank you enough for coming on second chance moped podcast do you have any questions for me i always feel like an asshole when i like ask when when i'm gonna ask that to people like do you want to know anything about me um but before i'll let you marinate on that you can jump in for a second uh don't forget everybody we are on instagram don't forget to add if you want to kind of see the shenanigans i'm up to in moped world it's second chance pod um Email me at secondchancemoped@gmail.com. At Instagram, Facebook, the whole good stuff. Um, Yeah, Dylan, is there anything you wanted to chat more about? Because I gotta get to bed here pretty quick. Uh, I was.
1: I'm probably gonna eat some dinner, but man, yeah, it was good talking to you. Good talking mopeds with you.
0: Yeah, yeah, my guy. Don't be afraid to ever hit me up if you need anything. And when if you ever want to get to Minnesota and come ride mopeds, you always got a place to stay. Uh, and yeah, yeah, and don't forget, mopeds are dumb. <laughs> All right, my guys. Talked. Bye.